Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Now, you're very welcome back to another Irish Examiner Sports Podcast. Well, our podcast is slightly different now in this age of coronavirus. We're moving around the world, speaking to uh, various GA clubs and uh, obviously huge Irish connections there. We're heading to Moscow today, to Carl Breen, who's the chairman of the Moscow GA Club, a, a proud Corkman. Uh, Carl, let's begin. How does a, a man from Blarney end up in uh, central Russia? Uh, bad life choices, potentially. <laughs> no, I, I, was, um, I, I always was uh, fascinated by, um, by Russia. I kind of saw it as this big... Uh, mystery on a map, uh, a very large country that I knew very little about. Um, obviously, I'd heard of the stereotypes and everything um, about Russia, but I wanted to find out myself what it was all about. Um, so I, I've been on the international scene for a few years in, in teaching, and uh, I got the opportunity to come to Russia, a little bit closer to home than my previous um, station. And uh, yeah, and I made the decision and I hadn't turned back, and I regret regret nothing about it. Okay, well, the reason we're having this conversation today is in this uh, incredible time for the planet, coronavirus. So how is Moscow and how are you coping with the uh, the impact of the virus? Uh, personally, I, I'm making the best of a bad situation, I suppose. Um, I'm pretty happy that I have a balcony attached to my apartment where I can sit out and read and enjoy some of the sunshine that Moscow has recently uh, been blessed with. Um, in terms of uh, the rest of the um, the rest of Moscow, you know, we're on, we're on complete lockdown. Um, people are not allowed out of their apartments um, only for essentials. Um, going to the shop if it's within you know the, the closest shop to your house, uh, putting out the rubbish, um, taking a dog for a walk, hundred meters from the apartment is, is all you can stray. Um, so I think things are, have kind of developed. Uh, they're taking it seriously. Um, this lockdown now is currently uh, supposed to go on until the 30th of April. Hopefully, if people follow it, that should be, uh, you know, result in a dramatic decrease in the number of cases, uh, fingers crossed. Okay, so what are the numbers like in Moscow at the moment? So currently, I think today uh, we managed or we, we uh, reached um, a number of cases of infected people up to 10,000. Um, that's across Russia. The majority of them are in Moscow. Uh, Moscow is the biggest hotspot for obvious reasons. Um, and I think there's about maybe 40 to 50 uh, deaths that have been 
um, identified uh, from the coronavirus. And in terms of Russia, of course, the country is absolutely massive and huge distances between cities and some very remote places as well. The lockdown varies, I presume, from city to city, from region to region. That's right, yeah. Um, so uh, Vladimir Putin uh, has given a lot of autonomy uh, to regional governors, um, to mayors of cities, uh, to kind of respond to their unique situation in their particular region, uh, which I think is better, to be honest, because, again, as you said, it's not the same number of cases in every part of the country. And I think every uh, area has to respond to their situation, you know. Uh, in terms of topics that are obviously huge here in Ireland, testing and intensive care beds and ventilators, how mm -hmm. are the Russians approaching all of those factors? Um, as far as I understand it, they're doing quite well. Um, I know that there is a number of hospitals uh, in Moscow, in the south south uh, of Moscow, that have been uh, solely um, designated as COVID-19 hospitals. Uh, I personally know someone also who was taken down there, um, who was actually um, tested positive for uh, COVID-19. Uh, he was a British uh, gentleman and uh, he's fully recovered now, so that's great. But he firsthand experienced um, the situation and he said that generally he was quite impressed with it. He spent about two weeks in the hospital. He was well looked after. Um, he had a bed to himself and uh, he, had, he had no complaints. They looked after him, they treated him. He was released within a you know, a normal amount of time. And uh, yeah, seems to be quite good. Okay. In terms of the, the Russian mindset, given the communist history, would there be a feeling that they would be more compliant towards strict government rules and regulations, the likes of which we probably have never seen in our lifetime? Um, I'm not sure on that. Um, I realise that obviously the, the history of it would maybe lean towards that sort of an ideal, but I've always found that the Russian uh, psyche is very, um, is very, uh, we'll say, independent in in a way. You know, they they are independent thinkers. Um, it's not so much that you know when somebody says jump that they jump, but that they respond, I suppose, out of a sense of duty at times. Um, and in a crisis like this, I think a lot of Russians would feel that there is a sense of duty that they need to rise to. Um, for, you know, to help the collective, uh, to help everybody in the city, everybody in the country, to uh, lessen uh, the effect of it. Okay, you mentioned Vladimir Putin there a little earlier, and the mm -hmm. fact that he's, you know, giving states and governors their their own power and autonomy. But is he still the front and central figure in terms of news broadcasts and uh, newspaper reports? Um, not so much, no. I know in Moscow it's the mayor, now his name escapes me at the moment, but uh, the mayor in Moscow is making a lot of decisions. Um, I think uh, Vladimir Putin is probably mainly involved in uh, economic decisions about rescue packages, uh, banks, um, things like that. But the mayor in Moscow is, is, is really making the main decisions that affect, uh, that affect Moscow um, so far in Ireland. And just on, on that uh, point there, Carl, like here in Ireland, obviously, the government are helping out with people who are unable to work and have lost their jobs because of the crisis. Is there economic stimulus like that in Russia at the moment? Um, so far, there hasn't been. Um, at the current time, we're actually on a on a paid holiday. <laughs> so that was always declared 
Uh, I believe it was um, the end of March, uh, maybe the 23rd of March, there was a, a paid holiday for a week and that was extended until the 30th of April. So technically, everybody is on a paid holiday at the moment. Um, I did hear in, in recent uh, news reports that there was discussions going on about a, a rescue package for businesses, uh, small businesses, um, for people that are out of work for whatever reason, you know, the gig economy, for example. And uh, I think within the next three or four days, maybe five days, there will be something that will have developed on that and there'll be another announcement. But so far, I don't think there has been a, a significant uh, rescue package that has been released yet. Okay, so in terms of you as a teacher, you're on this holiday at the moment, but obviously you'd have the technology to continue teaching if and when required. That's right, yeah. So last week uh, we were teaching online. Um, this week we actually do have uh, scheduled holidays, so this is my holiday. <laughs> uh, decided not to go anywhere. Um, next week now we're back. Uh, we're back teaching online again. Uh, and it's been pretty effective. I, I'm kind of a fan of online learning. I think it gives you a lot more scope uh, to kind of get a bit of technology involved. And um, I think it can be quite beneficial. Now, it obviously uh, relies on students being a little bit self-motivated, uh, which is a, something, a big thing to rely on when it comes to students. But uh, I've seen pretty good um, kind of responses so far with different students. I think they're probably so bored at this stage, they do anything. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of other teachers would have the same opinion as you. Now, the reason we contacted you, Carl, directly is that you are uh, chairman of the Moscow GA Club. So that's going to lead me into the question about the Irish community in Moscow. Yeah, so there's a, there's a relatively large uh, Irish community in Moscow, um, a community that's been here for quite a while. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of us. There is a lot of us uh, well-connected as well. Uh, there's good community spirit here. Um, the reason that I'm involved in GA was because when I first when I first arrived to Moscow, um, obviously strange city, didn't know how to speak Russian, didn't know many people in the city. Um, one of my friends put me on that there was a GA club in, in Moscow. And when I first came there, it was a massive resource for me just to be able to meet people, uh, make some connections within Russia, to be able to get out on a weekend, do some sports. Um, our team is, you know, made up of Irish people, Russians, Americans. Uh, we have a wide variety of different um, nationalities that are involved in our GA team. Um, so for me, it was a lifeline at the beginning. Um, and, and the Irish community, by and large, have, they have been great. Um, and, and they always look out for each other. Okay. And in terms of looking out for each other, at this moment in time, are you communicating quite a lot as a club? Um, not so much at the moment. I mean, obviously things kind of drop off uh, when when you don't have trainings and stuff to uh, arrange. Now, one kind of uh, tactic that we took uh, in the Moscow Shamrocks was that we sent out something to try and keep people active, keep people fit, even if they're inside their um, apartments. So we set out a kind of a, a training regime that they can do daily uh, to try and keep themselves fit and, and so that they can return with vigour and strength uh, when this lockdown is uh, removed. Okay, and when Championship is back, who are the uh, who are the big opponents? Who are the big rivals for Moscow Shamrocks? For Moscow Shamrocks, everybody, unfortunately, because we're we're a relatively we're a relatively small team. Um, we we only in in the club we've got about maybe five or six um, Irish players. 
Um, so we are trying to teach people who have never played Gaelic football uh, before um, how to play. And obviously, that's a challenge when you're um, up against some European teams that have a very uh, large uh, Irish contingent. Um, even though the Irish community here is quite large, there's not a huge number of GA players, unfortunately, um, that, that, that make it. Uh, to the trainings, um, so yeah, we're, we're kind of up up against it, up against it in that sense. Um, so most of Europe will be our, our opponents. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 